You are listening to Friends Next Door. Door. Okay. Three, two, one. Door. Door. Okay. No, no, no. no. Three, two, one. Door. Door. Hey guys, you're listening to Friends Next Door. This is Mia. It's Dan. It's Thomas. And today we have an interesting and deep and just like an overall. I feel like this is pretty tricky topic to talk about. Uh, we're talking about social media and mm. how it is impacting our lives. And okay, here's why we decided to do this. So recently, I uh, watched that Netflix documentary called "The Social Dilemma." I don't know if any of you guys listening have watched it. If you have, let us know. But I basically made Dan and Thomas watch it as well because I thought that it was interesting. Um, but first, I want to get Dan and Thomas's thoughts on it. What do you guys think? Uh, I mean, I, I think it's something that I've known for a while. I, I think it's a it's really popular right now um, on Netflix, and and people are talking about it rightfully so because we've we've got to the point where I think in society we all realize that social media is bad for you, but as a society nobody seems like they could do anything about it. It's like the collective willpower to limit our usage and to, you know, stop ourselves from becoming addicted. It's like, it's not there. Like the, the hurt, you know, the herd mentality when it comes to social media is just like, yeah, like consume, consume, consume. And so this documentary, at least I feel like shed some light into that, especially because, you know, the people that are being interviewed are literally like the, you know, the people that help create the very, um, apps that you use, whether it's mm-hmm. from Twitter or uh, Snap or Facebook. And also they were responsible to create a lot of these um, it, quote unquote, like innovative features, right? Which now we know are literally just designed to get you to keep, you know, get you to keep using it, you know, mm-hmm. keep feeding your brain that new stimulation. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm really glad I've, I've, that they came out with this because I think, you know, we really all need to take a step back and really start to look at long the, the long-term effects i think in a short amount of time it's already screwed us up as a society and individually <laughs> and if uh-huh. we don't start doing something about it or even recognizing that it's a problem i mean this is just gonna we're, we're all just going down like we're going down thomas what do you think guys i have a hot take um so those the people that you initially see were part of like you know pinterest twitter facebook and it's it's all these. All right, I, I I hate to categorize like this, but it's basically just these uh, white people guilting over. It's like, oh my god, we we set out to build this thing and we got rich off of it, and it turns out we've created a monster. And now let's mm. create this documentary to confess our our, our mistakes. <laughs> that's Wait, that's so my. You, you... Uh-huh. I mean, I, I'm not. Okay. I'm not saying it's not a problem. Like social media is like you know, there's 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 good and bad to it, right? But the whole documentary to me just felt like a confession, and I was like, "Oh my god, I got rich off this. I'm so sorry, guys. I've created a monster." That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I, like that's the initial thing I, I get from it, because it's like social media has been a problem for a very long time. It's mm-hmm. it's like the whole thing of like there's been articles of like you know parents neglecting their children because they're just on the phone all the time. And then as well as like, like children learning how to deal with social media and like being addicted to the phone as well. Mm -hmm. Like that's been a, that's been a problem since, you know, let's say 2012. Right. Why? And, And suddenly 
and, and I think the culmination of, of, of this is like when Trump got elected and I, I, I like, I don't, I don't want to get too political. This but, is getting real political, real fast. <laughs> but it was like basically, and then, you know, you had uh, Cambridge analytics, uh, analytical, whatever. Um, and they were talking about how it might've steered the election in, in whichever way. And then suddenly all these people are like, oh my God, what have we built? I think for you, uh, you have a different, slightly different opinion or just like a different perspective on it. I don't know if it's because you've been following it, you know, or you've been paying attention to it more so than at least I have. Like for general, like for a lay person, just like myself, for peasants like myself, <laughs> um, I think we're all just aware of the fact that social media is bad for our, for, for our lives. I think, you know, I think we can all agree and we can all say the same thing. But this documentary was interesting to me because um, it gave you, it kind of like, you know, pulled back the curtain and then tell you what is happening behind the scenes and how they design their products and how they um, specifically design to, to make sure that you spend, you know, as much time as possible there. And they literally want your eyeballs, right? Yeah. Um, so that they can make money off it. And yeah. um, the, the, the impact on that is like, you know, take a look at how be your behavior changed over time, you know, over yeah. the next of like, I don't, I don't know how many years um, and see how it's changed. And, and that's why it kind of shocked me a little bit because I definitely see myself just like mm. mindlessly reaching out for my phone from mm. time to mm. time and then just like open Instagram, even though I have nothing new there. Um, right. Or I just like check Twitter, even though I, I'm, I'm not really active, but I'm just like, watching all these conversations so it's like all these little things that happened to me personally made me go oh shoot <laughs> i think that i have awesome. a problem i think that's exactly what it should do you know i guess motive for making the uh documentary aside or however it comes off i think if it can do what it does for you mia and it could do that for other people i think that it was a success because because uh, i just want people to realize that there is a huge problem and within themselves. And, you know, it's different if I go, yo, Mia, I think you're, which I would never say to you, but if, unless you're like, I have a problem, Dan. Right. But I'm going to be like, I'm not, I wouldn't be like, I need an intervention. Think, <laughs> yeah. Like only if you brought it up, but I'm not going to be like, Hey, do you think you're addicted to your phone? <laughs> or that's something like your mom would say, you know, but that's but, even something yeah. that we accepted in our lives already like of when course. we're all hanging out we would all be on our phones you know mm -hmm. no like none of your friends are gonna be like hey mia are you addicted because they're probably no. addicted to their phone exactly right? everyone i know is addicted to their phones some shape or another so the mm -hmm. fact that you can look your, at yourself in the mirror and analyze how your behavior has changed i think that is a huge step in self-improvement like it sounds minor but just literally like you have now thought about, I know it sounds kind of like simple, right? But I think at least for most of my friends, they would never even think like, oh, I, am I using this too much? It's just mm -hmm. like a routine, like what you're saying. I yeah, think do you, you kind of- Do you recognize what, uh, like, uh, what you respond to? Like what makes you reach for your phone? See, this is the kind of questions that they ask, you know, if you were somebody working at Facebook, mm. Thomas's question would be perfect because he was like, mm. Do you realize like what triggered you, right? To take action. Mm, yeah. Um, so they, uh, one of the things that they mentioned in the documentary, I don't want to give too much spoiler for those who haven't seen it, but 
um, they would be rolling out little changes to see mm. what makes a difference. Yeah. Um, so, you know, something as simple as like, your friend just joined Facebook. Don't you want to say hi to them? You know, if you take right. that action that it goes in, it, you know, it becomes a data point to the guys at Facebook. That's it, crazy. Isn't that funny? Cause I do remember, okay. Like, you know, we all remember when we didn't have social media and when we did, and oh, it was yeah. so innocent, right? Like I'm using Facebook or Twitter and, and we all started, you were old enough where we're using these programs in the very beginning. And you know, when they have a new feature, relics. yeah, you're like, oh, cool. Now I can, uh, my friend joins and I know, meanwhile, they're like, they're looking at you <laughs> like, like a mouse. That's like, they, they're prodding you. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. All right. Let's give them more <laughs> electric. You know, and if there's Literally, no response, like, yeah, yeah. That's how and they then, really portray the document. That's creepy, man. Yeah, that's no, creepy. It's, it, it is really interesting. Like when they talk about you know the type the A/B testing that they do, mm -hmm. right? Like to see what drives more engagement. It's interesting because you know advertisers and even a lot of companies they already do that. They like they've always yeah. done that. You know, they'll see if you if uh, people respond to a better cut, like a different color, like let's say McDonald's mm -hmm. or something like that. Right. Um, or like any sort of advertisers will do that as well. And it's just like Facebook and these other companies have taken it to like the next level. Like I have a friend mm -hmm. at I have a friend at Facebook um, on the mobile team and he was like, yeah, like uh, I run experiments on all the time to see like what what does better. And mm -hmm. there's only and, and it's like you can you can their system is mature enough where you can slice it to you know, what part of the US, mm, wow. what type of demographic, it's, it's pretty crazy. Ooh, and mm -hmm. there's certain things where they can only run once because once yeah. someone has seen it, there's a bias in there in, uh, in what they see, right? So it's, um, it is pretty interesting. But also to think about like, even as like, like when you guys were doing YouTube, like when you put out, you know, your like the, the title of the video, the grab like the, um, the thumbnail, that, like you guys mm -hmm, also mm -hmm. test out what does better too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but this is, but, this is just know, taking it to the next level, though. Sure, for us, because, <clears throat> I mean, like when, when Carmen and I were doing this, you know, we're just like common sense stuff. All right, yeah, let's put out a good thumbnail. You know, we want a good thumbnail, obviously. What's the point of a thumbnail if people aren't going to click on it, you know? But we're not, we're, and like, let's put out a very interesting title. But unlike what you're saying, Thomas, we're not running this like a multi-billion dollar company that's literally like, and they have bots generating all the, you know, all these data points. We're not trying to figure out what's going to get the most hits. You know, we're just like, listen, we, we're trying to share our content with people, you know, but I do recognize that all this is now broken down to a science. You know, it's been eight years. If you guys haven't listened to our OTGW reunion, check it out. Um, but no, it's, it, it's evolved so much since Carmen and I were doing this in 2012. Mm -hmm. It's gotten ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why I can't, it's almost hard to go back to YouTube at this point because it's, it's like completely saturated with content and there's so much like algorithms that changes all the time that YouTube does and Facebook does and Instagram and all this. I'm just like, dude, I just wanted to make videos and share it with people, man. That was, yeah. that was it, dude. And that was like yeah. the pure I mean, times. You I know? mean, that's how, that's how YouTube started, right? It was just like people posting random content. And oh, I, I like, miss those days. Yeah, I miss right. those, yeah. like, you find, like, a channel and it's some random person, you know, like, just talking about their one interest. And you're like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Now it's, you know, it's totally different. But I wanted to know, so, like, what your relationship as of now with social media is like. Like, talk about, like, how maybe, I mean, it might be a revealing question, but 
how often do you guys use it? When do you use it? Like, and I want what know. do you guys use? What do you for, use it for? Like, for I'm me, curious. Uh, it's definitely Instagram. Like if I go back to my screen time, just like a summary of how I use my phone, Instagram is always at the top. Mm. Um, and I, the thing is, I, I don't really post you know, much at yeah. all. So you're a lurker. That tells you. <laughs> yeah, a you're stalker. a lurker. <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah, it, I could yeah. be in that app basically for too long because that damn explore page. <laughs> oh, oh my God. You I've actually used the explore page? I've actually never used it. Dude, you I'm, use the explore I do. <laughs> that's how they get you. They got you, Mia. They got they you. They get you, Mia. I know. That's how they get you. That's how like AI collects your data. And oh, they, for sure. they're, like, they're like, you know, we, we've seen all the stuff with like TikTok, how like, you know, they've gotten so good at doing it. You know, that's why these people, it seems like I had a friend, love this guy. He's so funny and he's really talented. So he should uh, shout out to Andrew. I don't think he's listening, but he's so funny. <laughs> you should he send got so many followers mm -hmm. on, on TikTok in such a short amount of time. He's really funny, but like what if you had if he's doing it on, on Instagram, it's just the pace of it is is being overshadowed by the algorithms in TikTok. Mm. Right. And so he's able to get like at least a hundred times, I would say he probably got up to like a hundred thousand pretty easily, whereas it would take you years to get even ten thousand followers on Instagram. I know. Because I think Instagram is trying years. to do the same thing though now with uh, Reels. Yeah, mm -hmm. with Reels. Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't use, I don't watch Reels. I don't use Reels. I don't really care. But yes, it's out there. I realize, you know, it's a whole <laughs> battle that's going on. I just let other people fight that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even a fight. You know, we're losing the battle. I think well, we're not even in the battle. Yeah, we're just watching. But anyways, <laughs> like so you, you said, use I'm it a lurker. To, you use it for? Do you use Instagram the most? Yeah, you do, right? Hands down. Instagram. Do I'm on YouTube. Um, not as much mm -hmm. recently for whatever reason. Uh, I know YouTube is great because it's some well, great and good and bad because it takes you down this rabbit hole of just oh, like, yeah, you know, video YouTube after video. Hole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then you just keep watching the same thing over and over again. Oh, and uh, that's a whole nother conversation. But like, uh, <laughs> I guess YouTube, Instagram, I'm on Twitter sometimes, but I don't really do it. Again, wow. I'm a digital lurker, guys. Wow. What about you, Thomas? What are you engaged in the most? Mm -hmm. um, it probably, so it used to be IG, that changed. Okay. Um, I, I'm probably less on that now. Um, I do spend a lot of time on Twitter. Oh, um, I, interesting. I, I love consuming information. That's why. Really? Like, yeah. Like I spent Twitter. so much time reading on Twitter, like reading up Twitter, uh, Reddit. Um, and then also if I'm not reading information, I'm going to be watching or watching or listening on YouTube. Mm. Watching. Okay. What are you watching on YouTube? Um, just like whether it's like political commentary or just like how to do something. Okay. Um, like, or, or just like learning something. Mm. Like I'm, I'm following this guy on like New York real estate. Or just like yeah. how it's crashing, things like that. So, yeah. I, I, like, I just like. Wait, having... who's the guy? Dan Chen. No, no, no. <laughs> um, he uh, he owns a like a iPhone repair, like a Mac Apple repair shop. I forget his name. Interesting. Yeah, oh, interesting. and he's speaking on how real estate's crashing. That's really interesting. Yeah, because he's like surveying places to open up a new shop, basically. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So... What about you, Dan? 
Uh, I, I don't, I don't think you're a social media guy. I got, I don't know. What do you, th- what do you, I'm going to tell you. It might, you're what not do you th- too big on social media. What do you think? Do you think I use social media a lot? And what do you think I use it for? Use, okay. I've seen you post stuff on Facebook, like your listings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I get, I get those okay. too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What that's, else? That's about it. And your food adventures. Like you recently yeah. went to this ramen place in Brooklyn. Yo, that was today. Why do I know? Because that was I'm today, up to date you were, with these things. You were lurking. Of course. So if I didn't have to use social media to kind of stay in touch, you know, to do, okay. It start, I started using social media because I was on YouTube, right? That's how most of our listeners know us, right? We were, we're on a channel that we're really proud of and we're, we're pumping out content and I use social media as a way to, uh, you know, to let people know about the content, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of people use social media. Um, so outside of that, I don't use it at all. I used to be like, literally, I have not checked my Facebook. I have not w- read one Facebook profile, seen one Facebook update from anybody. I have over 2000 friends because I've used it since day one. Hello, you and I were talking about this, Mia. I yeah. was in college when Facebook came out and I was like literally the second person to get a Facebook account at Northeastern. This is, oh my God. This is when you have, like you were saying, you have to have a college account mm-hmm. and it wasn't open to your family members. At that time, I was the biggest Facebook stalker Ever. I was such a Facebook stalker that my roommate created a group back when you remember. Okay. So the group page, the groups evolved into, in my opinion, the pages, Mm -hmm. right? But in back in the day, and probably if you're young, you don't even remember, but back in, in the day, you didn't have a public profile, but you could create this group and your friends can join. If you have a, you create a group for anything. Did you get left out? <laughs> no. So they created a group as a joke. It's, it was called Dan Chen as a creepy Facebook stalker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about 2005. Yep. Right? Okay. Sounds about right. I'm talking about when Facebook first came out and we weren't even sure if this was the next big thing. And at the same time, there was a there was MySpace and Friendster and Connect. Oh my god! You. I was gonna bring up Friendster, oh but I wasn't sure goodness. if you guys have heard of it in the oh, first. Oh, I've, never, I've never been on it. Mia, you're talking to the OG. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I used LiveJournal. Do you remember LiveJournal? Yeah, LiveJournal and Zanga. Do not know what that. Oh, Zanga. Never got into Zanga. No, no. Dude, I was posting stuff on LiveJournal. Oh my god! It's <laughs> crazy. Dude. Dude, but then yeah, back then he was so excited to have oh. your friend tag you in a photo and then you're yeah. like throwing comments here and there. It was a novelty thing. Oh, it was <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, look, I used it because you know I would see a cute girl in class and I'd be like, let me see. I literally used it how you were supposed to use it before anybody even know how to use it. Cause I and I was the only one amongst my friends that were using it. Uh, and I specifically remember this because they would all make fun of me, rightfully so, because you know, I, was, <laughs> I was really into this new Facebook thing. I was like, man, guys, look, you, you could literally like find somebody. At the, you could see this person who I saw in the library. And look, you just got to get their name. You type it in. And look, they got a profile. And then, you, and then you could see what they're doing every day. Isn't this awesome? And they looked at me like, bro, you are going down a deep, dark road. 
<laughs> so anyways, um, yeah, I used that for now. a while. Look at us all yep. now. But after, you know, we started making YouTube videos and, you know, and that's when the whole explosion of smartphones, because I think the game changed, the thing that changed the game was the smartphone. Yeah, when you just sure. have an internet, when you just have a web browser and Facebook, it's not, you can't take your web browser everywhere, right? You're not getting these notifications every second at the dinner table, at the restaurant, mm -hmm. you know, before you go to bed, when you wake up. That really changed the game. So for me early on, I was like, dude, this is this is going to rot my brain. Mm -hmm. You so know, I just so, made a con. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So that's that's one of the things that I did to curb my phone usage. Um, mm -hmm. Like I uh, I heavily customize how I get notified. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so like I deleted the Facebook app. So it's like I could only want to go into the browser, even if it's on my phone, I yeah. can see like Facebook things. Right. Um, and then so that's for interesting because, you know, you might get sucked in. Is that why? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, like okay. there, I, I had, I had periods where I deliberately sabotaged my phone. So I would check it less. Um, Interesting. Like, Mia, okay. yeah, like Mia reminded me, I think sometime last year or two years ago where I, uh, I changed my phone to, uh, like my phone screen to grayscale. So oh, without, gosh. without color, your phone is much less interesting to look at. Oh, wow. And that Dude, drastically decreased it. I love this because I think the two of you out. guys, um, <laughs> me, no, because I, I honestly, so this is what like, I'm not addicted to social media at all. If I didn't, if I didn't have the inclination to create, I would, I go months without even, so for Instagram, right? I only, I mute every friend I follow because I could care less what you're doing at any given moment. Because if, mm -hmm. if you were my friend, I just call you up or, you know, text you or whatever. Um, so the only reason, the only thing I use it for is to, is for work essentially, or, um, using it to get ideas. So, mm -hmm. so most of the people I follow are, are food has to do with food and real estate. Um, and that's what I follow it for, you know, or interior design or whatever. Um, so it's, for me, it's literally just work. Like if I want to, if I, if I like, if I want to be stimulated, uh, you know, I talk to my friend, like you, Mia, you talk to your family a lot. I talk to my friends a lot. I'll call them up on FaceTime. I ain't, right. I ain't, mm -hmm. and just talk to them, you know, catch up uh, or have a coffee break or whatever, you know? So, but I do recognize that most people, they, they aren't even like you guys where you're setting parameters to help you stop. Yeah. Most people just are like, you know what? This, this is my, this is how I live my life, you know? See, yeah. I don't even have notification setting like on, you know, for, for mm -hmm. things like Instagram, because I just don't know. I don't want to be inundated with like all these things um, yeah. constantly. But Thomas, after you set your phone screen to grayscale, did it help with your social media consumption or did it come back after you set things back to normal? Um, <laughs> so it did. It 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 did help a lot actually. Like even after I changed it back, cause uh, I forget what I was doing, but I actually needed color in my life. Interesting. <laughs> and, 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 but because like I went at least like two weeks without color mm. and it, you know, it, that's how long it <laughs> takes. thought you were colorblind. <laughs> it, you know, it's, uh, yeah. uh, and developed some habits around like using yeah. my phone less. So I did notice yeah. that, um, that, that even when I reverted back to a color screen that uh, I was still using my phone less. However, that's changed in COVID times where I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so oh bored. God. I need yeah. to, I need to read something. Yeah. Cause Yo, I, I that's think why you need a hobby, bro. <laughs> right. That's you got a guitar <laughs> for your birthday. No, <laughs> oh, no. I'm true. just saying practic practical wise, like also no, yeah, for yeah. me, no, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I have too many hobbies. Like I'm, I'm, I'm painting D and D figurines. Yeah. I said it. 
I am literally, me and Eric, our mutual friend, we are painting figurines of dragons in our spare time. So I'm like, yo, I don't even <laughs> got time to check my phone because I got to paint this no, dragon that, that slayer. is actually a solid method because I was just talking about this with one of my coworkers the other day and he's like, you know, you shouldn't even hold your phone after a certain time, you know, during yeah. the day because then you can wind down and then, you know, it's time to rest, right? Um, and he's like, there's so many other things that you can do. I'm like, like what though? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, I, got I can't a question. even think of any. I got a question. If you yeah. leave your phone at home, do you get phone separation anxiety? Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. For sure. I have what a about chronic you, Thomas? disease. I have chronic illness. I think I do too. Yeah. Yeah. If I leave my phone at home, I go, cool. Well, well <laughs> and I come back. Here's my thing like, though. Eh. So yeah. even if I, if, if I had a dedicated, um, because I also use my phone for music and podcasts. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Like even if if I'm not reading, like I always have something. Like if, I, if yeah. I'm not reading something, I'm listening to something, and right. I think that's my like my that's my one weakness. I'm always I, I like I hate being bored. Right. So I'm always like trying to keep one of those senses activated. And if I'm not so listening started, to something or looking at something, I'm eating right. something. So all I right. started doing that after COVID, right? Because we're all working from home and whatever. I'm yeah. trying to multitask by like doing things, yeah. uh, multiple things at once. So I'll be listening to a podcast and then I'll be washing my dishes or whatever. So, but right. that's one way of keeping myself from being too bored, but like yeah. keeping myself occupied. But I found that after a while, I have a hard time focusing on something. Do you feel that Interesting. too? Like I just can't mm. sit down and then stay focused. Mm. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So first of all, when I wa when I when I'm doing everyday mundane things like washing the dishes and cooking, I will definitely put on a podcast. That's like my that's like I love doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think what Thomas you're saying is like you you want something even if like you say you're walking to the store, maybe you're, you're going to put on music or a podcast because yep. yep. you, you, you want to fill up that time. But isn't that, that's kind of like what social media has done to you over time, right? Because it's almost like when there's no noise, you're looking for noise. Oh yeah. It's like, I'm, it's I'm like, just, I just filter out right? the world when I'm, when I'm yeah. outside basically. But like whatever happened to walking down the street and smelling the roses, you know, people oh used to do that. People I mean, even if it's that. not pod, even if it's not podcast, um, yeah. I'll listen to music and I'm trying to wean off podcast more, especially in the mornings. Like I'll go out for a coffee and then just listen to music and then just okay. to, just to keep my mind chill basically rather yeah, than yeah, always, yeah. like always thinking about something right 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 i, I was also going to ask um uh i had a question i forgot to ask but you know Did i, I often, distract you <laughs> no, no, no. um no but but i, I was going to say so like you know for me i do use social media and you know it's like i guess you i need to use it for my work nowadays yeah. there's no way any of us can live without it for mm -hmm. many reasons. One is most of our jobs have some sort of form tied to social media. Mm -hmm. Half of my job, I'm, I manage social media accounts for my, for my real estate uh, team. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm literally like, I'm on there. I got to be on there. That's literally half my job. Mm -hmm. Right. Because now just like companies now, if you have a product, you can reach out or a service, you know, you could just reach out to people yourself, pay mm -hmm. a little promotion money and you get there, you know? So we're, we're here. It's never going away. Right. So how do we live with it? How do you live with this? So it's not detri detrimental to your mental health in the long run. Yeah. yeah. I think the first things to, uh, well, I mean, to first recognize 
the issue. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a, like one of the things that we do, it's like, we like, you know, we become addicted to our phones basically. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and you can think of it like, um, like if you, if you smoke or something like that, right. Like whenever right. you feel, when you feel tired, it's like, I need a hit. It's like you go out for right. smoke. Right? right. And so uh, a couple of years ago, I read this book called the power of habit and it's, mm -hmm. and it, it describes like uh, habits are basically the, uh, a cycle, right? Mm -hmm. So you have, you have a trigger and then you have a behavior and then you have the outcome of it. So you can mm -hmm. imagine going back to smoking examples, like, Oh, you feel tired. That's a trigger. Right. And what you do is you smoke and that's the behavior. And then the outcome right. is you feel, uh, you, you feel better refreshed right. or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And right. so that's the same thing with their phone. So you have to figure out like, what are right. the things that causes you to trigger you to reach for your phone? Right. So, right. so the downside about the habit loop is like, you can't change a trigger or the outcome, but you can change the behavior for it. Yes. So knowing that, how, how have you changed it yourself? So now that you recognize you're, you're being triggered, how do you modify your behavior? Yeah, that's a great question. Like, no, especially because like, like, I'm not there yet. Because it's not okay, like, can I give you a suggestion? So like, let's say the ne next time you want to reach for your phone, how about, you know, would you think about reaching for your guitar? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then come back to us and play us a song. Oh, I'll, yeah. by I'll, the end I'll be, of October, I'll be serenading you guys once I clean up but, my apartment. And but, also, Mia, right? Go ahead. Sorry, Thomas. Go ahead. Yeah, well, like one of the challenges, like, like I'm not responding to my phone because it's notifying me or something like that, mm -hmm. right? Those are like the like the usual triggers, right? It's like, oh my god, there's a new update or something like that. It's like, no, I'm like, I'm going, I'm going to Twitter to check myself for new mm -hmm. things because I know there's going to be new things posted. There's always a stream right. of updates coming from there. I'm right. going to Reddit and I'm, I'm refreshing the page. So that's right. a problem that I'm trying to figure out because it's gotcha. like, like I'm, I'm generating the notifications internally, basically. Yeah. It's like the notification. It's, it's like you're, you're already losing the battle. If you're like, I don't even know the notification. I'm just going to go on and like what Mia does, right? Like I'm just going to, first thing I wake up, grab my phone, my friends. Yep. You know. Um, yep. I mean, oh, so oh, this is what I was to say. You know how like the three of us been talking about what challenge to give to people? You know how like <laughs> you know how like our our challenge to Thomas was to like talk to random people of the opposite sex just to strike up a random conversation to get him to come out of his shell a little bit. I didn't realize, but now my challenge would be that to basically like walk down the street and do nothing. Like no podcast, that's a real challenge. no music. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a, real, a challenge. That's a legit mm -hmm. Like my challenge to you, Thomas, is how often do you go to a co coffee shop, buy a coffee, sit down, no, no listening to everything and just write in your journal or just sit and smell the, take in the smell and the sights. And like, I have never like done that. Write, like I'll like go for coffee. Down, I'll sit yeah. there. And I'll like, just listen to music and chill. Interesting. Like so that's, I do, that's a bare minimum if I'm not, you know, reading or something. So you guys, so I often, at least several times a week in the morning when I go get my coffee, I have a little notebook. Uh, a lot of times I don't even bring my phone because, I, because it's just going to distract me with email. So I'll go to a coffee shop, buy a coffee, sit down. I've literally smelled the honeysuckle tree on the way <laughs> and been oh like, damn, God, I want dude. one of these honeysuckle trees. I love the smell of honeysuckle in the summertime. And then, and then do you later write it down in your notebook? I smell honeysuckle well, today. Well, but the notebook is to go and jot down my thoughts because mm -hmm. and, and what I need to work on. So it's like just 
30 minutes of like concentrating on myself. And I, and for me, like I write things down so I could like flush things out. So, you know, mm -hmm. my goals, a lot of times I like, you know, write down my goals and things I need to do and just kind of see like, okay, why am I falling short here? And why am I not achieving this? And then yeah. half an hour later, just like, all right, I'm cool, man. I'm, I feel actually energized. You know, I didn't use my phone at all. And then I go check my emails and then that's it. It's over. The moment you check your emails, you're in work mode. It's just, you know, like, you're just like getting punched by like, that's how I feel like, you know? And yeah. Then when, and then when the day's over, I throw the phone down, I cook. That's why you guys don't hear from me after like 6 30. I'm just like, <laughs> just like done. Just like enjoying my off time. I live like no, an I think, old man. I know, dude, but that's in this case, that is a good habit to have because you can separate yourself from, from your phone. Like, I obviously still need to work on that because, um, yeah, I would just like reach out to my phone without even realizing it. I was just like mindlessly scrolling through my feet, which is, is there, really bad. I, I got to come to both your defenses in a little bit because I'm also in a, I'm a, I have a significant other. So it's hard. Like if you had a significant <laughs> other and this isn't a bash thing, you don't have one. Like you you can't just be like, okay, hon, I'm just going to look at my phone for Although, even oh, though but my, that is that is wait, the that case is for a lot of people, though. That is the, I was gonna wait, say, wait, wait, what? Say that again. Like no, there have no, been no. marriages, you know, that have gone into issues because you know they they just look at their phones instead of at each other. That's oh, terrible. That's terrible. I thought having a significant other will help you get away from your phone, but no, no, it's supposed to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if you had one, you're gonna have somebody to do stuff with, you know? Yeah, because not saying but, that. Well, okay. Problem for me was really bad when I was in New York because I was like living sort of by myself, you know, mm -hmm. I'm spending time by myself for the most part. Um, right. and, and in that case, there's nothing is stopping me from like, you know, being on my phone too much. Right. right. But then ever since I came to California, I have Has all these helped? other people who are like, yeah, because they bug yeah. me so much that I, I'm just yeah. way too busy and that I don't have too much time left um, oh, that's you know, great. to be on yeah, my phone. Great. So. One of my greatest pet peeves is when, when I'm hanging out with someone in person, especially if it's just like one-on-one -on -one situations oh, yeah. and they're looking at their phone and yeah. then the, yeah. it's, it's even worse if it's like mid conversation and yeah. I'm like, are you, should I keep talking or wait for you to finish? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? One of the other thing that uh, was kind of depicted in the documentary is that, mm -hmm. Um, this is something that helped me to kind of realize because I was in that situation myself, you know, with the thing with like YouTube algorithms and just like social media algorithms in general, there, they learn what you like. So they keep recommending the same thing yep. to you. Right. Yep. And so in a way we're all building our own echo chamber and we're just like continuing mm -hmm. down that rabbit hole Absolutely. and um, without realizing, you know, you're just like somebody who think singularly of an issue of just like whatever you, because you kept consuming the same information over and over again. Yeah. Um, and then I had to kind of like, okay, you know, kind of take myself out of that situation a little bit and be like, the world is bigger than what I'm seeing on social media. Yeah. And I think that's, so. a, that's, I think that's a challenge that a lot of people face, especially for things that go, let's say trending on Twitter mm. and they're just Twitter. like, Oh, Twitter. And they're like, oh my, oh my God, like, why are these people so terrible? Like, sorry, like the other people so terrible, you know? Um, and, Thomas, and you, you're into like, I know you love 
the trending topics, right? Because that's what's on Reddit and Twitter. He's all oh, about you, that. You love I, the I, I, right? I only started going on Twitter this year. I've never, I like never used it before. And it's amazing. Interesting. Wait, well, hold on. What, how, how did you not know about Twitter? No, I knew about it. I just didn't yeah. use it. Like, but, I don't, I don't tweet okay. things. I just like, now it's just like, it's just news for me now. But what made you now use it a lot more? Like, what do you like about it? Um, I mean, I started using it when COVID broke out mm. and especially because uh, it was useful to see, um, like, uh, like up quick updates and everything. And especially when the protests and then subsequent riots that broke out, it was mm. also useful to see like where it was happening and like uh. where I should avoid basically. Right. Mm. Oh, that's the, so in my case, I found a new app and I've been my, like, not really, it's like low key addicted, but not really just amused by it. The citizen app. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no. Right? Wait, you're Dan. addicted to that? Not addicted, but like, I. so on my phone, by the way, I have zero notifications at all times. So just Not so even you know, email? Work email? My my one notification is my, my work email, but even in my work email, I have a bunch of folders, so only non-spam comes through and it's stuff okay. I have to respond to. But for Citizen, I, when I installed it, I like forget, because every time I install an app, I say no notifications. I forgot mm -hmm. to turn it off, but then it was really amusing because it'd be like, man got stabbed two blocks away <laughs> yes. from you. So I'm like, you know I what? I don't want to know. I no, but no, I need it. no, no. It's, <laughs> it's my favorite app to check at 1 a.m. in the morning. And you get to see all the <laughs> weird stuff that goes on in your neighborhood. Oh, man. It's like, uh, I'm like fascinated and terrified at the same time. Yeah, but, uh, but like, I mean, eventually, like you, you, you get terrified at first, but eventually it's like, oh, things have always been like this. I just didn't know yeah. about it. Yeah. Like my neighborhood is generally safe, but you know, stuff goes on at night. Yeah. So anyways, that's the app I've been kind of using, but to piggyback on what Mia said, like it, I think it's so ironic that, you know, these, these apps, these social media apps were once created to connect people and they did right. Whether it it's did. Facebook, mm -hmm. whether you're finding your long lost twins separated at neighbor. birth or whatever yeah. neighbor. Great. You know, or let's say, uh, uh, Twitter, where you could get another viewpoint at the at the palm of your fingertips, right, at an instant or whatever. But now the irony is they've become they become uh, tools to not only control people and manipulate public opinion, like you said, when people are in their own silos, but now they've isolated people more and more, mm -hmm. right? You've you're as a result, you are completely isolated from the rest of the world. Yeah. I, I mean, I think if anything, it really just amplifies human desires and behaviors, right? Mm -hmm. Like people are generally, uh, they succumb to their own biases, right? Mm -hmm. So if that's, if that's the case, then they're just with social media, they're just, you know, digging themselves even deeper into that bias. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and, and especially with like today's cl like political climate and everything, it's just like, uh, the other side is they're, they're just bad people. Right. Mm -hmm. it, there, there's no, there's no nuance in there. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so like personally, when, when I'm reading things, like my first rule for, especially for news, like their news is like news headlines are written in a way to draw your attention and get you to react in some way. Right. Right. So my first rule for reading these things is like, don't react. And then the second mm -hmm. one is, um, if it, it seems controversial, find out the context around it. Mm. Mm. And then, and, and I think that's how I've been able to stay sane, you know, especially these days. Hmm. Very and good. I feel like being part of the ad tech industry, I'm somewhat like part of the guilt because, <laughs> you know, they are Shame doing on you. most of these things to generate clicks and generate views or whatever to, to get advertising dollars. And so I was like, 
man, <laughs> I'm yeah. a piece in that puzzle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so any other suggestions how we should you know, kind of manage our relationship with social media? Get a hobby. That's for me, <laughs> number one. I got too many hobbies. Um, I mean, yeah, dude, I, I picked one of my best, one of my favorite hobbies is baseball, man. I, I threw my arm out the other day. I had two friends, they come over. Uh, we literally went to the park and played catch and we, you know, pitching and catching, we throw baseballs at each other as fast as we can and hurt our hands. And in my 37 years of age, I think I sprained my rotator cuff. Don't tell you, she'll get so mad. My, <laughs> you know, and I have to give it two weeks. So I'm like, yeah, great. Wait, and you know wait, what? None of us posted just- Wait, why not? Why not learn to throw with your other arm? Oh, I can't. You can't do that. It's like how you can't. Your brain. I cannot throw with my other arm. My oh, brain I mean, won't let me. I mean, if your if your if your right side is yeah. or if your if your dominant side is uh, down, if you're it's hurting, yeah. you can spend the time to train the other side. It's like you it's could, like but then you could you know, shooting with, with right, right. Here, here's the thing: you you shoot a basketball with your left hand or your off hand, and nothing bad happens. You throw a baseball <laughs> in the park, you might hit somebody <laughs> if it's your off hand. You go easy first. You go easy first. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and you know what? None of us posted our our sorry old butts on on Instagram because we would have been laughed out of the playground. So that's my new hobby. So I'd be like, guys, get a hobby. <laughs> no, I think that's a real good advice. Like, I know, I just never really thought of it that way. As long as that hobby doesn't require you to be in, on another form of social that's media, right. that's you right. know, that's that's a good thing to have. And just I, like, ha- I have lots of suggestions or something. For, yeah, no, I've got great suggestions like uh, toy, uh, toy model, tra- model. How do I explain this? I used to make a lot of model airplanes and ships, mm-hmm. and then after you make them, you have to paint them. Man, that's like four hours right there. What? So you have to make them oh and you have to God. paint them? That's a lot of work. So, oh, my goodness. This is, <laughs> I almost bought. The thing is now they're collector's items and they cost like 40, 50 bucks on eBay. But in the in the past, they were like 10, 20 bucks, right? Yeah. So, I would, so my parents would buy me one and I would I would spend three hours gluing all the tiny little parts together. And that's how they kept me. That's how they shut me up when I was a kid, you know, and then I would have to paint paint it all. No, that's a really good way. There is New life pastime. outside of social media. And what was life even yeah. like before social media? That's what it was like. Just like hanging <laughs> out with your buddy, like make, you know, playing yep. video games, at least yep. in the past, right? Like you, you would meet up with your friend and you would both be playing Nintendo in front of a TV and then yes. you get bored and you go do something else. And now yep. you just put on headphones and you're just playing whatever you're playing world of Warcraft or whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is that they play these days. Yeah, like the only <laughs> games that I get for my Switch now are um, co-op games. So when my when my buddy comes over, we can play together. Yep. Nice. Exactly. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, well, gotta, that was a good so. discussion, I think. Um, I think we, at least personally, I got a lot out of it. So thanks for watching it, even though I forced you guys to watch it. <laughs> so um, so what are you going to do? What, are, what, are, what behavior are you going to change, Mia? Are you going to change your phone to grayscale? No, I still can't bring myself to do that. I'm just going to leave it. I was just talking about this with my sister the other day. And then we're like, should we just, you know, not use our phone for like one day out of the week or something? Did you see? I don't know. Maz, there's that product in two days is too much. But (laughs) baby steps. But there's that product in Social Dilemma. What's it called? Kitchen lock or something kitchen oh, save mm-hmm. or something basically yeah, it's like you, a lock box that you can yeah. you set a timer you put your phone in there you can't reach in it's locked for like i don't know if you want to set Ooh, it I like 24 this. hours I like you smash that. It. 
Yeah, that's a real product, Ooh, like by the this. way. Oh, that's um, cool. You sh- Mia, I'm going to get that for your birthday. <laughs> and, and you have to use it. I'm I have to use it. I have to report it. back. Oh Once a week, two hours, put that phone in the lockbox, throw away the yeah. key. Wait, Mia, what no, if I I'm got you a, a grayscale it. screen filter for your birthday? I would hate you forever. <laughs> Wait, but on another level, Mia, but is it, haven't like for both of you too, like haven't been doing this podcast for like what, 15 weeks or whatever? Like, hasn't that, I feel like that's helped because that's give, like now we're doing something, right? We're working mm-hmm. towards a goal and yeah, doing something other than just checking your phone. Like that must have helped yeah. a little bit too, I'm sure, right? Yeah, for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. So yeah. my day-to-day routine is pretty crazy, but then it helps mm-hmm. me, you know, I don't have too much time on like, you know, staying up to date with the news or just staying up to date with my, with whatever my friend's doing and then, mm. you know, get FOMO out of it, you know, and things like right. that. And Oh my God, and- FOMO. Oh my God. That was such a, <laughs> oh, I totally forgot about that. Like that was such a huge thing with social media. Yeah. yeah that's probably one of their always- triggers, you know, like. I think that's Thomas's biggest trigger. FOMO? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, people who are listening, we talked so much about trying to stay away from social media, but we just launched our Instagram <laughs> account. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, follow oh, us man. on Instagram. We'll be in there. But yeah, no, we it's, it's still kind of bare minimum at this point, but we're mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. try to fill it with interesting content. So check And us let out. us know how you deal with social media. also send us questions you want to ask for your friend because remember guys we have a segment called asking for a friend Mm -hmm. so anything that you're embarrassed to ask about you should ask away because we have three people who will have very different answers for you yep i love it all right well thanks so much for listening we hope you enjoy this episode we'll see you on the next one thanks guys Bye. bye bye